Welcome to Narrow Way to Broadway, a podcast for people of faith with a passion for the arts. Each episode is designed for the thespian and non-thespian and the believer and non-believer alike, navigating topics affecting the hearts, minds, and homes of artists everywhere. Enjoy the show. What's going on, everyone? Philip here with you today for today's prayer and meditation. And I just wanted to start off today's episode by welcoming anyone that may be new or joining us for the first time. We had a ton of people um, join us after Allison's episode last week. So I just wanted to make sure um, we said thank you for following us. And I'm really glad you're here. And I hope that today's time together for our uh, prayer and meditation is as much of a blessing to you as it has been to me personally preparing it over the past couple days. So um, if you're listening to this episode on the day it's released, it's Martin Luther King Jr. Day. And one thing that's really hit me um, specifically this year about Martin Luther King Jr. is that the work he was doing was truly led by the Holy Spirit. So I want to take us first to Revelation chapter 7, verses 9 and 10. And this is what we read there. After this, I looked and behold a great multitude that no one could number from every nation, from all tribes and peoples and languages, standing before the throne and before the Lamb, clothed in white robes with palm branches in their hand, and crying out with a loud voice, Salvation belongs to our God who sits on the throne and to the Lamb. The work that was done through Martin Luther King Jr. and the people that stood alongside of him has helped the earth like actually look more like this picture that God has given us of what heaven will look like one day when I believe if you are in Christ, we'll be there. You know, people of every tribe, every tongue, every every well, tongue, language, nation, standing around the throne in unison crying, salvation belongs to our God who sits on the throne and to the Lamb. So today as we honor and we remember the life and the work of Martin Luther King Jr., I ask that you... Search your heart and think, is there anything that I can do to help the world around me today look more like what we see in Revelation 7-9? Think to yourself, what can I practically do to help fight for unity where I am right now in my life? So what I'm going to say next is this challenge that I feel like God has laid on my heart recently. So if you get secondhand conviction from it, take it to God. He'll work through it with you in the same way that he is working through it with me. So here's the challenge. Maybe the action step that you're supposed to be taking is more than just posting or sharing something on social media. Oh, I am like getting smoked right now just saying that out loud, but it's so true. It's gotten... So, so easy to make it feel like you're doing something in this digital-driven world we live in. But the truth of the matter is we're in our own little echo chambers and those posts that we're sharing aren't doing anything more than making us feel like we're doing our part. Again, I am guilty here. I'm not saying you shouldn't share these things on social media or post about your beliefs. I'm saying right now that you should, but are we actually putting action or legs to those things that we're posting or sharing on our social media, or are we just virtue signaling? So now I ask, what can we do to help 
see the real change in our world um, that will help unify us. As humans, our flesh wants to turn to the book that's been written most recently or the voice of a celebrity or like do a quick Google search on how to help racial unity in our city. But as believers, we have to turn first to the source of truth that's been given to us by God in his word. Some of the earliest challenges that the New Testament church faced were challenges concerning racial unity. Jesus encourages the Jews to reach out to the Samaritans, and Paul encourages the Jews to reach out to the Greeks. And when we look at Acts chapter 2, when the Holy Spirit descends um, and is given to us, you see people speaking in all different languages. These type of relationships and this type of diversity and, and unity is like absolutely unheard of in this time period. But you know what's continued to bring people of all races together over all this time. It's the gospel of Jesus Christ. We can't deny it. All through the New Testament, we see examples of people of all tribes and tongues and languages coming together under the name of one, Jesus Christ, and changing our world. So what can we practically do as believers, specifically believers that are artists. I say this all the time, but where art goes, the world goes. We can create art that makes people feel represented and valued, but in order to make good art that looks like the crowd that we will one day be a part of in heaven, here today on earth, it's going to take us being aware of one another and the narrative that the world is creating and spinning concerning race. We have to approach the conversation with peace and kindness and hold fast to the truths of Scripture. When we look at the work and life of Martin Luther King Jr., this is just what he did. He carried justice and truth that we see in Scripture so tightly in one hand. And in the other hand, he simultaneously carried this peace, this peace that passes all understanding in the other hand. Another thing that we can do to pursue racial unity is to pray. Prayer is not a cop-out. Prayer is our direct line to God, and prayer works. To begin, you could pray like this. Thank God for creating us in his image and give us eyes to see that in every single person that we encounter. Then you can ask God to search your heart and expose any prejudice that you may be holding against another person or a people group. And lastly, you can ask God to give you opportunities to help the earth look more like the heaven that we read about in the book of Revelation in our own communities and worlds and circles that we walk in today. The last rec recommendation I have for you is to be aware of your words and your actions. As believers, we have to cling to the truth of Scripture, but we also have to be kind and listen when people are speaking. We will never, ever have the chance to share the gospel with others if we don't even get a chance to get into the room where the people that need to hear the gospel are. As believers, we can speak with humility, we can speak with truth, and we can speak with peace because that's exactly what Jesus did. So as you go about your daily activities this week, take account of the ways that you think about or speak to people that are different than you. So today, as we end our time together, 
I hope that we can all stand together in unity and that we can recognize the places where we are lacking when it comes to this Revelation 7-9 reality, but also celebrate the progress that has been made. As we head into this time of prayer for the next couple minutes, instead of me praying, I just want to leave it open for you to take a few minutes and spend the time that you need with God. You can, you can make it whatever you want. It can be based on, you know, what I've just spoken about with racial unity. It can be about literally anything, whatever you need to bring before him. Um, but he is waiting. He is waiting to spend time with you, and he is ready. So take this time.